Warning, what you are about to hear are the thoughts of four ordinary dudes with no agenda and absolutely no filter. Please, do not attempt any of this at home, and try not to get butt hurt. Welcome to the Dude to Dude Podcast. Hey dudes, I'm Jimmy. Hey guys, it's Matt. What's up, it's John. Hey dudes, it's Billy. Uh, today, I guess we're just, uh, we're just kind of freeballing in the wind. <laughs> um, well, we are, we, uh, we had an interview planned, um, that we, uh, had to reschedule. Um, no big deal on that. Shoot the but, shit kind of episode. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, what the podcast was really meant to be, it was, you know, four idiots sitting around having a conversation so let's sit around and have a conversation with absolutely no objective (laughs) (laughs) or filter so get used to it um yeah i got sir Wizboy next to me so that's a plus we got john back that's a plus fuck yeah how was vacation dude it was awesome Uh, a lot of nice people down there it's a whole different world whole different world people are polite to each other but they're also pretty sloshed for most of the day dude we went out to breakfast there were people ordering bloody marys and like fucking all kinds of you know the typical morning drinks yeah yeah keeping the party rocking from the night before and where were you again um outer banks north carolina awesome man uh you went down for work right yeah but it was it was fun i liked it it was great environment yeah no you guys ever been down there Nope. I've lived in North Carolina, but I never really got to the the beach aspect. Okay. The closest I got was like Wilmington, and still not like Outer Banks. No. I put up some pictures about it. I'll share them to the um the page later. But uh, doesn't Outer Banks have like wild horses on the beach? Or yeah, something like that. There's yeah. wild horse tours. No shit. Um the the house we were staying at was literally right down the road from where the Orville or the Wright brothers first flight oh, yeah, okay. took place, which was, I didn't get a chance to go in and see that. I think next time I go do go down, he's talking about going down again next year. Um, I'm definitely going to try and make sure I have some free time to enjoy the sights because it was basically work, sleep, eat, repeat, yeah, well, that's but that's I mean, just life anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was. Needless to say, it was still good. I feel good about the work that we turned out, which was freaking. It was like night and day difference, but like it was so clean and well done that you wouldn't know we were there. Yeah, that's what awesome. Else did man. you guys end up doing? Um, we had to pretty much gut out and redo the lower level bathroom, which was rotted by seawater and all kinds of stuff because his house was maybe 300 yards from the actual ocean front so that's you know there's a lot of salt water humidity all that shit just eats the wood yeah a little bit of water damage really oh yeah but i mean like i said nine day difference but you wouldn't know we were there yeah um all right well what did you guys want to talk about today I know. I know. John had a specific topic in mind. Aliens. 
Oh. <laughs> Aliens, bro. <laughs> um, I mean, do do we want to do a deep dive into aliens? Do we want to touch on the subject? Do we want to put it off for another day? I'm not Group properly. Boat. Right now, everybody's on the spot. Obviously, we all know where I'm at. <laughs> you well, are not- an alien, you fuck. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> I ain't from Earth. Uh, E.T., phone home. <laughs> I don't know if we're properly prepared for aliens, though. Yeah, like if I if I if I do an alien, I want to break out my book. Like we're we're gonna have to have like some some serious data because I want to come with sources, and I, I want people to be able to to be able to source what I'm talking about and to actually see for themselves. You know, um, I mean, I can I can talk out of my ass about aliens all day. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> um, it's pretty clear and evident that Earth is like a reality show for percent some, some other planet. Yeah, well, hundred percent. That's because we're all in the Matrix. Oh, is that what you want to talk about? I'm just saying, I mean, if, we're go, if we're gonna go with Earth as a reality TV show, we're gonna go with math mathematically. Earth is a makes, simulation. Yeah, it makes sense that Earth is a simulation. Does that make it any less real? Does that make it any less enjoyable? I don't think so, but... Yeah, listen, as long as I don't have somebody pulling me out of some weird egg-shaped shit, a hundred million feet up in the air, and I'm going to be fucking bald with all these little things poking out of me. Yeah, dude, but then you become the one. Man, I would be the one angriest motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) You pulled me out of that for this? (laughs) Yeah, he's, he's the guy that was eating the steak. Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Cypher? Fuck yeah. You're goddamn right. I bring the whole system down. Oh, man. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. Why don't we uh, Why don't we at least touch on aliens and let's get everyone's thoughts on it at least. Do current sciences, too. Are like, I feel like... We that, can get lost in that. Due to James Webb Telescope. Anybody see the first image on that? No. Is no. it out? It is. Well... They finally um, finished calibrating it. What's it looking like? Pretty uh, neat. Oh, uh, it's it's so cool. So I guess with the Hubble Space Telescope, if they looked at a star, it would have four a four point flare due to the the apparatus rigged the way it was. This one has a six point because of the it has a three point rig. Okay. Now, what does that mean? The central camera above the mirrors is supported by three uprights, which is reflected off the, you know, it it messes with the way the photons are reflected into the camera, so that's what causes the lens flare. Okay, but, like, what is the difference between looking at it with, I mean, three flares compared to six flares? I don't know, I just thought it was an interesting thing to bring up. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely neat. I just pulled up the picture. It, it's a very pretty picture. It looks like uh, all the little streaks you see in that picture. Yeah, you zoom in, click on that image, and zoom in. You will see galaxy shapes very clearly. It's yeah, you definitely do. Shit is mind blowing, dude. I just uh, without doing proper research into it, I don't want to talk on it. Because right now it's just a picture of a pretty star. 
That's that's what I see. You know what I mean? Like I just don't know enough about it. Do you guys know anything about it? Uh, not particularly. I think I vaguely heard about it last time I saw my sister-in-law. Because she's going to Northwestern University in Chicago to be... I don't know. She's super smart, and she does shit with planets and whatnot. She's got, like, a published paper about it and all that. Fancy. You said that was your sister-in-law? Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Jenny! (laughs) (laughs) I can give you a few details that I know for a fact. Yeah, please, dude. Um... When they it was launched, pretty much around Christmas time last year. Okay, reached its destination, um, like one point two million miles away from Earth. Okay, and it actually orbits the same trajectory around the sun as the Earth in that set position. So it's always in the shadow of the Earth to capture the clearest pictures. Oh, neat. Okay, that's cool. That's actually pretty cool. So it's it's our most advanced. It's the most advanced piece of equipment we've put into space to date. I don't know. Elon Musk put a Tesla up there. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, come on now. That's a car. It's basically useless in space. I just thought it was neat. Yeah. I mean, I give the guy props for doing it. Dude put a car in space? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. <laughs> yeah. With a mannequin dressed as a spaceman. Just because he could. And I think it's actually playing like Rocket Man or some shit on a loop. <laughs> that would not surprise me. I swear it's, it's playing. I might, it might not be Rocket Man, but I know I read somewhere it's playing some song on a loop. Well, I wonder how long it's actually going to last, you know? Well, it's knowing Elon Musk, it's hooked up to solar power. Um, it is, but, but depending on. I mean, in the vacuum of space, is there sound? No, but if aliens come across it and fucking... <laughs> Zoop it up? Yeah. That's wild. They got a little Earth message. <laughs> God bless you. Tight. Oh, shit. I punched the mic. <laughs> no boxing the mics, man. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we're... Well, let's... I don't know. I think that's kind of wild. I, I really do. Um, I love space. I personally, I wanted to talk about books today. We can do some books. Touch on yeah. everything. Fuck it. Space books. <laughs> Space books. <laughs> Space books. Uh-huh. I read a lot of sci-fi books, so well, not a lot, but I've Any- read a good amount. Anybody see the liter- lit- latest iteration of Dune yet? I was literally watching it when Jimmy got dropped off today. I haven't seen it yet. Is it good? Um, visually, it's stunning. I wasn't paying enough attention to it to tell you if it was a good movie or not. I am going to have to rewatch it from the beginning. I plan on doing so with Aurelia. Uh, she will fall asleep, but she will also fall asleep, um, you know, standing up. So, <laughs> uh, it'll be a good movie for me to watch going to bed. It's like two and a half hours long, though. Holy shit, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's on HBO Max. At least that's where I was watching it. Yeah, I didn't even know they made another Dune until I saw it. Yeah, man, like, really visually stunning. I think it's, like, the third iteration. I actually never seen, have never seen the originals. Um, I know the, yeah, pretty sure the original was, like, back in the 80s, maybe earlier. I'm, yeah, I don't know enough about it. The second one was, like, mid, like, 2000s, I think. Like, never, no, sorry, it would have been early 2000s. Right. 
Yeah. I don't know. Every time I, I thought I watched Dune uh, and I talked about it with people, they told me that I was actually watching Tremors and thinking it was Dune. The Graboids? Yeah, the big wormy things in the sand. I don't know. That's all I know about both movies. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, Bill. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. So, yeah, there's Gummer. that. Um, I already, so, anybody read any good books lately? I've been reading a pretty cool series. What you got? It's uh, called the Hang of the God series. It takes like a Norse precedent. I can't even try to attempt to say the author's name, but it's uh, the series, the Northern Wrath, the oh. book that I bought you. It's sitting on my table right there. I just picked it up to start reading Fildy something Holt, I think is the name. Yeah. But uh, I'm on the second book now, and... It's pretty dope, man. Like, uh, where the first book ends, the next one literally, like, picks right up, like, directly after. So, like, you don't even miss a beat. Okay. Um, some books, like, purposely leave off and, like, separate each book by years, and it drives me absolutely nuts. I get it's a way to progress the story, but I feel like you miss so much that way. I'd rather have, like, six more books in the story that's why i like this series so far like it has direct continuity like you can put the the one book down and pick it up and it literally like jumps right into like where the last one off yeah now what about you jim um let's see i'm haven't read anything really recently um last like non-fiction thing I read though was like uh, Bill Nye's book oh yeah I actually read that too Bill 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 yeah it was it was interesting it, yeah it's it's a decent read um, what was this book about I didn't know about taking in knowledge and being just, embracing your like inner nerd and yeah like, generally just being okay with with being I don't want to say different but being okay being smart like and he didn't put it in a way where like what I'm going to say right now like for a long time it, it was like people got looked down upon for being smart people got bullied for being the smart kid you know you were the smart kid in class and people didn't like it because it made them seem worse um i think that right there is a concept that kind of made me like fuck off way more in school you know trying to fit in with like the cool kids and not actually like wanting to learn and shit i think that happens for a lot of people um and that's kind of what his book is about is embracing that nerdy side and being being okay as as you know young adults now because he talks to he talks to his viewers that were kids at the time and he talks to us like we're young adults now or adults and you know he wants us to raise our kids to be able to you know ask scientific questions and it's kind of an awesome book in that regard it was also a little boring kind of intrigued kind of want to read it uh i have it it's in my work locker speaking of like you know people we used to watch when we were kids and 
and whatnot. How about that fucker Steve that disappeared for, you know, 20 years and then came back with an apology? Blue's Clues, Steve? Never watched that. What? We're a little older than you, Matt, so... Yeah. Yeah, but Sorry, buddy. I mean, we definitely, like, I I definitely saw some Blue Clues, Blue's Clues and stuff, but, like, I never was really attached to it. Yeah. Well, I know who Steve is. I know who Blue's Clues is. Like, my sister watched it growing up. I definitely know the show. Um, I remember there was a little salt and pepper thing. Um, other than that, like, um, I still ooh, think mail he time. was... I remember mail time. Mail time. We just got it lit. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> Listen, don't judge me. I have two kids, okay? I was watching Blue's Clues at home over the weekend. <laughs> um... But yeah, back to books. What do you got, Jim? Mm. What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? Well, I mean, what do you want? Like some 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 of the better books I've read, or well, like I don't know. You were you were looking for a book to bring me when you came over here, and you couldn't find it. What book was that, and why were you looking to bring it to me? Um, it was Brave New World, and just because you uh, were stressing yesterday the importance of looking forward instead of looking back and I was like well the book still is looking forward even though it's like a hundred years old at this point yeah and well that all started because I was actually listening to another podcast uh, dad's doing nerd shit shout out to you guys Um, and you guys were talking about 1984 and yeah I I literally had a similar discussion about this yeah, over over my little workation. Yeah, so I actually I, I picked that back up and I, I've been getting back into that. Um, probably about halfway through it, maybe a little less. Um, but that's what got me started on that line. So who does Brave New World? Uh, Aldous Huxley, I believe. Okay. Um, who was Orwell's mentor? Like he was like his professor or something like that so that's where he got his like dystopian writing style from hmm. never yeah. heard of it yeah i'm definitely in for the read man um you know me i'm always looking for something interesting now what was your conversation john like how today's society like people don't realize how it's slowly slowly going that way well not so much slowly anymore but I think at this point it's a bit rapidly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Head first. Well, I, we at least don't have thought police yet. Not yet. <laughs> key key yeah, word in that sentence there. Hold on. Facebook fact checkers. There you go. <laughs> no, that's not thought police. That's you choosing to put stuff on the internet. Your personal choice and your thoughts are two very different things. It's your personal choice to put your thoughts... On the interwebs. That's exactly what I just said. <laughs> like we're, yeah, kind of is. Yeah, I I don't know. It doesn't... I guess it doesn't so much concern me. Um, it does, to an extent. I think there's got to be a breaking point. You know what I mean? Well, I mean eventually yeah but then 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 you're just looking at mad max 
right. All right. Uh, quick breakdown. So <laughs> ni- 1984 is a uh, dystopian world where uh, the government basically screens everything that people do and anything that goes against the the code of the brotherhood or big brother um you know is frowned upon and people just disappear and you know there's a big concern that that happens today in our government and they use suicide to explain <laughs> Well, yeah, that kind of happens in the book, too. Shout out to Tom McDonald. <laughs> totally uses lyric. <laughs> I mean, I, I really think everyone should at least give 1984 a, a read or pick up the synopsis of it and figure out what the book's about and just see the similarities between what happens in that book and what's happening in modern-day society. And now, Jimmy, you're saying Brave New World has similar similarities? Oh. Well, that's oh, terrible themes. Words. Similar themes. Similar themes, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a dystopian book and stuff. Um, government is, like, heavily handed to the point of, like, that's how people are born and stuff like that. Like, there's a class society and stuff. Like, it's predetermined from literally the time you're raised in your little jar what you're going to be. Like, so they'll, like, purposely give them like fetal alcohol syndrome to make them stupid and stuff so that way they're just like physical laborers and shit like that and obviously like with that comes like they're playing god with people since the moment they're conceived or are they generating people they're like it's like there's there's like natural conception is like outlawed yeah wouldn't that be um, like, they, they basically force you to take, like, birth control, but they also, like, the workers and shit, like, they'll give them, like, a daily dose of, or daily dose or weekly dose of fucking drugs to keep them pliable to the government control. Like, they'll let you, like, yeah, you can have, you know, party, have as much sex as you want and shit like that, have a good old fucking time, as long as you, you know. Show up to work on time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's no wild. sick days. <laughs> And then, like, it's actually about them going um, to, like, basically an Indian reservation and getting this guy and having him, pulling him into the modern society and shit and all the all the shit that goes with that. There's another, like, dystopian type book that takes, like, an interesting premise like that. It's um, The Giver. I don't know if you guys remember oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, I have sort the quartet. of from- like a different aspect like everybody is like supposedly quote-unquote colorblind or that's everybody's worded everybody is yeah everybody's colorblind nobody has any memory of a world past what they know in the society they currently live in yeah um everybody what goes through the same stages they're given a bike at a certain age they're you know start school at a certain age they start a daily medication that keeps them docile pliable yeah, to control there's certain um there's only like certain birthing mothers and shit and right like, that people are assigned to their jobs at a certain age and then this one kid gets assigned to being the receiver which 
there's one person in the entire society that actually remembers everything about a world beyond what they know. He knows everything of war, love, hate, feelings, everything outside the little bubble boy bubble. Right, exactly. So, like, when this kid starts, you know, receiving memories from this guy, he starts seeing colors. He's told not to take his medication, so he starts feeling things again. All kinds of shit. And then uh, one of the things they do, too, is they test infants when they're born as you know, they have a certain test that tells them whether they're a good egg or bad egg. You know, that scene from Willy Wonka where the fucking nuts are going on the... I wish we had that. Are you kidding me? Are you, yeah, well, that's what this this is happening. And the dad, actually, you know, of this family is like, okay, well, we're going to try and give him a chance. But there's a kid that doesn't make the cut. But the receiving kid starts feeling empathy and sympathy and doesn't want that kid to die so he like basically kidnaps him and hauls ass from this community that's enclosed in a wall of memory they call it matt did you read this in high school yeah did uh, you guys uh-huh i've seen the movie as well there's a I movie mean, oh, i like my I, senior year i did read it in high school but i, I like, also own it yeah i wanted to say when they broke out in that book too like it turns out like there's other society hey, hey, outside of everybody remember spoiler yeah. alerts holy shit guys somebody <laughs> might want to read the book <laughs> i was just going to, like i can't believe they let high schoolers read a book like this and then expect them not to revolt they let us read 1984 it was all in the curriculum that's the wild Nin- part is 1984 our generation no feels like well that's what i feel like our generation was part of the last generation that is Free thinking as we are, shall we say. It's not education now, it's the sheepdom. <laughs> Sheeple. No, it definitely is. Flock. I mean, when you say stuff like that, who are you calling the sheeple? I mean, it's just people like us. We're all sheeple, Bill. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, if you talk to anyone, everyone has the same thought process. It's crazy. It Why do we let it continue? <laughs> that's kind of what I'm getting at. We're starting to see the wolves for what they are. I don't know. It just seems kind of wild to me that, you know, with... Take Harry Potter, for instance, man. I mean, if you look at it on the surface, it's a story about a wizard and he's fighting a bad guy. If you look at it deep down, it's a story about injustice. It's a story about how the law isn't always right. It's a story about how people in control aren't always doing the right things and have the the right things for the people in mind. You know, it's a story about race. It's a story about, you know, terrible, terrible things. And we grew up reading these. And, you know, we see it for what it is now. But I think that's always happened. I think that's what literature has always given us. And I think that's why now we have... Using real-world themes in fantasy descriptions or sci-fi descriptions, or settings, rather. Yeah, but it goes back... I mean, you could do that back in Frankenstein. And even previous to that, you can do that back in the Iliad. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Mm. It's like every piece of literature basically has the current theme of that time going on throughout its right. story uh tolkien 
Lord of the Rings. He wrote that book after serving in World War Two or something like that. Well, his whole thing was anti-industrialism um, and how he didn't, uh, you know, uh, the incident or the the scene in the two or yeah the two towers where uh, the ants are you know fighting I believe it's Isengard and uh, you know it's flames versus wood and that that was kind of his whole point um, you know the bad guys were uh, polluting and killing and destroying the good guys just wanted peace and tranquility and for the world to live on um, mm-hmm. Tolkien's big thing was anti-industrialism right and that's a theme you can pick up easy on it especially around his you know when he wrote the books there was the industrial revolution it was a big it was, boom yeah. yeah it was uh you know it was a different time for sure but the themes still stand out today literature is almost dying in the sense nowadays due to social media no nah. oh, I, I disagree well, maybe man. not social media but technology in general literature because look at it compared to how our generations were technically between you three and me and it's two different generations you know why why are you, you calling well, me maybe old not generation no but, but why do you think literature is dying because you don't read books no i actually read quite a bit now well actually when i can't usually it's at work i didn't mean that as a shot i just meant like what no, I think people in general are so caught up in technology now that they're not reading like they used to. We, I, I agree, and I understand where you're coming your from. Your guys' generation and mine, mine more so coming into the bigger push of technology, your guys' generation definitely read way more than mine. So yeah. if you look at yours, then mine, and then the one that came after mine, and et cetera, to now, but, there has been a big, steady decline in reading that's just because we have more entertainment right there's uh, other things yeah i can pick up a video game i can watch tv so I can people would rather do other literature things itself time. is dying then no I don't yeah think it so. is it, in a sense it, it it would because you're saying now we have other forms of entertainment like a video game okay so you're not reading but if you look there are far more duke books published today than there were 20 years ago it's far easier to doesn't mean they're all good reads no but <laughs> literature is literature and most if of someone's the people able that to are put still reading our older generations they'll go to a library if someone's able to put their thoughts on words somebody else can read them and then take their own thoughts and form you know new thoughts from them it, it's not about the quality of it I, I i mean good quality books are definitely preferred um but i don't think literature is dying I, th- I think that's a very wrong way to look at it. I think literature is being consumed differently. If you're playing video games for entertainment, that's not really literature. If you're Some, watching movies, someone had it's to write really. the audio. I was about to say, if you ever played Skyrim, you can read a book. And I, I don't think literature is quite dying. I just think we're consuming it differently. I think that the book. You know, maybe a paper book might die, and you know that we have ebooks and Kindles and stuff. But I don't think literature itself is ever going to die. I don't think it's possible. I think humans need it to be able to develop. I mean, we look at any developed civilization ever, and they had a form of writing. 
Yeah, but even if you look at our forms of writing now, like they don't even teach cursive in school. So forms of writing are I'd, dying. Yeah, but it's just a different form of writing. It's not dying. Um, I disagree with that completely, though. You, you, children, my children will know how to read cursive because my children will know how to read the independent the Declaration of Independence. I find that absolutely ridiculous. I, I g- cannot understand why we have let our society stop teaching children cursive because of that reason right there. Yeah. The laziness and cutbacks? No. No. No, I don't think it it's is. It's on Kindle. No. And it's easily edible there. That's the part that scares me. Go. That's exactly it. I... I, I disagree with you on that, Maddie. I, I'm going to strongly stand my ground. I'm going to say that literature won't ever die. It will change. It will forever change. And just like language changes. Part of human nature, but I don't think it'll ever die. Maybe not completely, but there is a steady decline in it. Dude, what about when Neuralink happens and you can just download a book? Like reading, neuro- reading Honestly, mind? I think that would be a terrible concept what becoming so <laughs> becoming solely reliable on technology and having to be uploaded to a big data stream or whatever i think would be one of the stupidest things humans could do i think it would be one of the greatest if i could right now say hey download a book and teach me quantum fit- physics and i would know all of quantum physics because my brain could store it because of an external hard drive also connected to my brain and I would know that that book word for word exactly how it is. I think that's an amazing feat. Mm. Amazing concept to be put into practicality and actually done would be stupid. Why? In a sense, you're giving up the creativity and the way the human brain itself works. Now you're becoming no. solely reliably on, again... No, you're not becoming technology. solely reliable on it. You're just using it as another form. Are you becoming solely reliable on your cell phone in your hand, or do you use it as an alarm clock? No. I think, myself included, as other people, we come to engross into our cell phones. But you're not solely reliable on it. For quite a while I was. I mean, again, it's a form of entertainment. That. Uh, that sounds like a personal issue, dude. But, uh, I mean, you could get up and walk and go to the bathroom without your cell phone, right? Like, you could... You, you could learn about quantum physics without having to be uploaded to some big giant data stream. You could go get, exactly, you know, which means, a book. Which means that even with Neuralink attached to my brain, I could still choose to do other things. I wouldn't be solely relied on. You, maybe yourself, wouldn't, but other people... I even then more power to them dude I mean but that being said there's people that spend their whole life on a computer there's people that spend their whole life in libraries there's people that spend their whole life in academia people becoming too engrossed into technology is going to be the steady downfall of our society I disagree that's I, okay you can be wrong <laughs> I just disagree with you Maddie I mean it's, technology has always driven society forward it's definitely driven us backward. Technology it's, is the only reason we're the dominant creature on this planet. Right. I mean, a, a pointy stick that we sharpened is, is technology. A fire that we used in, to cook food is technology. Technology has constantly driven humans forward. 
Like we're aspects of technology now, yes, maybe propelling us forward in some aspects, but it's also driving us backward. I feel like this is less about technology, more about how we evolve. I I feel like this is the thing about humans making personal fucking choices. Plain and simple. It's not about evolving. Like how does having a cell phone make you a worse person? It doesn't, but choosing to be on your cell phone twenty four fucking seven does. The choice, <laughs> like it'd be the same thing with Neuralink. If you if you chose to live your complete life on Neuralink, it would make you kind of shitty because you're really not doing anything with it. But right, you're just a data bank full of useless yeah. information. But at that even point. even then, if you took all that information and then you re-uploaded your new thoughts formed from that information onto you know the cloud, uh, and someone else can then take that and put it into their Neuralink, and then. I mean, this would all be done instantly, and so your thoughts could be connected to somebody's thoughts across the world, and you guys are in this big, massive brain tank, and then all of a sudden you guys come up with a cure for cancer. Like, to me, it just sounds like an amazing feat that could be used in, in incredible ways, but could be used in shitty ways. Just like There's always, yeah, there's always yeah. the possibility of... You know, fire's great for cooking food, but it's also good for burning down villages. Just my thought, man. <laughs> Maddie's mad and he doesn't want to laugh. I seen it in his eyes. <laughs> just looking at you, dude. <laughs> I just feel like you're not I'm I'm leaning more towards Billy as well. I, th- I think I it's don't you're you're not you're not grasping what I'm trying to say. I am. I think that people are fucking stupid and shouldn't let their teenagers sit on their cell phone all day. I completely agree with you. Well it's not just that. Like well, people have become to too dependent on electronical forms of technology here i'll put it that way i'm not talking about you know the little wheel that spins on a gear i'm not talking about that stuff so what what do you find that we're dependent on give me like an electronic device computers we are dependent on computers our whole society runs on them everything from our food to our water to our air is controlled by computers we are dependent on computers and cell phones and things like that have made society way more lazy and the processes of learning and intelligence in itself has gone down that's unfair to say though right it's It's fairly accurate because a pointy stick made people lazy too they no longer had to go choke out their animals for food they just had to stab him. Right. <laughs> like, we can go back and break this down real simple, dude. Like, if you go back, like, any technology makes people lazier. That's the point of technology. Why would we invent shit if we didn't think it was going to better our lives? Um, And also, like, pretty sure everybody heard this, right? Your math teacher said you're not always going to have a calculator in your pocket. <laughs> we've got it's all fu- about how you use the tool. We've got the fucking world and in now our pocket. A lot of other people can't do basic math without having to use a device. So um, why do they need to if they have the device? Because you should. You should be able to have the capacity for larger thinking without having to rely on one of these dumb fucking things. So all right, what's twenty-two times eleven? Two hundred twenty-two. Okay. That's fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of this breaks okay. down to but, but go ahead go ahead we, we it's 
I see where both sides of this argument are because I understand where bills come from. Like, yes, it's it's exactly what makes us drive forward as a species. We were inherently dependent on technology because we basically birthed technology, so far as we know. I'm gonna put that in. <laughs> <laughs> Aliens, right? But <laughs> so, but it, it's what allows us to can make continuous advancements in our understanding of the world and how to do things with less effort. But I also see where you're coming from, where it's people who are entirely too dependent on it don't make the effort to better themselves as human beings. Yeah, but, that's where. I, but that being said, I mean, the, you, it, do but you consider- I also, sorry, I just want to finish real quick. Go ahead. It still boils down to what Bill's saying is, it's a personal choice. Yeah. If you choose to be dependent on psych technology, you're going to be a fucking potato to society. If you use it for the welfare of bettering people, like none of y'all knew about the James Webb telescope. I knew about it. I just well, do, it's up and running now. I'm not up so, to date with. <laughs> Maddie, do you choose to walk to work every day? No, but I could. Right. Are you dependent on your car? Yeah. We know your car is bad for the environment, right? And we all still choose to drive cars every day. I kind of need my car. If I had the option to ride a horse and had a horse, I'd ride a horse. You do have that option. Very expensive option, but you have that option. <laughs> um, I'm just... Yeah, actually, like I don't, because living in the city of Rochester, it is actually illegal to do that. So, no, no I don't we, have a choice. We can own a horse in the city of Rochester. You can't ride it on the freeways. No, you can't. But how am I getting to work? But you this also breaks down to again to now, now with a horse. <laughs> now it's a choice of you choose to live in city limits, which don't allow you to use main thoroughfares with your right. equine. Right. So it really breaks down to uh, as what I'm getting at is whatever technology comes forward, it's going to happen. And it's whatever people choose to do with it. Um, I think we talked about this once and it ended up coming down to Matt. You saying uh, common sense isn't a flower that grows in every garden. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really true, man. If people want to do shitty things, they're going to do shitty things. If they want to do good things, they're going to do good things. If we continue to make technology and choose to do good things with it, good things will happen. If we choose to do shitty things, like sit on our cell phone all day and watch TikTok instead of actually fucking doing something with ourselves, we're going to be shitty people. Yeah, I just called everybody out, including myself. Well, that's what it is. Actually, sir, I don't have TikTok. Oh, okay. Facebook video reels or whatever they call them. Yeah, I laugh at those when they're like on it's the, the shitter. It's the same fucking shit, <laughs> yeah. Jimmy. Yeah, but I'm you on the on shitter. TikTok, what else am I going to do on the shitter? You, I swear, well, you, you go on TikTok, you will see 90% of those reels on TikTok. But that's what I'm saying. So instead of you know using that time on the shitter, you make that choice to watch TikTok. Instead of, I don't know, doing research on the James Webb te- telescope. It's all a personal choice. I fall into that line, too. I'm not fucking hating on anybody for it i'm I just actually making do a, a lot point. of research yeah you do i know you do because me and you talk about a lot of shit um i was just making a statement that's it 
I'm just saying. You're making too much of a blanket statement there, sir. Not everybody's the same. It's personal choice, like you said, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> this boils down to... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This boils this from... Not me. everybody has TikTok, though. Hey, guys. Now, this is normally the part of an episode where you would hear an ad, but we're not going to ask you to go buy a product. Instead, we're going to ask that if you get some value out of this episode, if you laughed, if, you know, any part of it was worthwhile to you, share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on your social media. Let people know about us. If you think it'll help, it'll probably help. This reminds me of a simple test of how to tell if a person's a good person or a bad person. Do they return the cart after grocery shopping? Or do they just leave it sit in the fucking space? And that's, that's like the... Uh, we're all guilty that's of That's a that. choice. Okay, so... That's a choice. So I stayed silent I'd on never that. fucking... I have... Dude, I've done cart duty at Target when I first got a job, so I've never left a fucking cart in a space. It sucks to have to chase those things around a fucking parking lot for the cart attendant, and you're fucking up other people's vehicles unnecessarily if it gets fucked around with. No, it was their personal choice to hit it. <laughs> hit the cart? Yeah, because I'm yeah. sure people drive through the parking lot looking for a fucking cart to run over. If you're driving <laughs> through a parking lot and you're not paying attention enough and whip into a space and hit a cart, yeah, is it their fault. fault or is that your dumb fault? That's Yeah, the only time that it's You like, shouldn't be whipping into spaces in a now, parking lot. Now, what does happen is like carts end up catching the wind and then like run into somebody's car. That's not cool. Put your fucking cart back. When you're getting into your car, don't ding the fucking car next to you. They're not parked over the line. You're parked in a fucking weird angle. Don't be that asshole. Like, there's just there's just common sense shit you have to do in life to not be a fucking asshole, guys. Like everyone knows this. Like, I, if you see a little old lady halfway through the intersection, and you're worried about missing the fucking yellow light ahead of you, you need to fucking stop and think about your life. And your fucking priorities. Like, b -b 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 bonus really? points. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big step, a shopping cart to an old lady. It's, it's the same concept, though. It, okay, and that's really it. I'm not saying hitting the old lady. I'm saying, you know, cutting her off so that you can make your yellow light. If I see it's, anybody in the crosswalk, I'm going to fucking stop. Well, that... You're a decent person, Maddie. Not everyone's like that. Just Thank like you, but that. I still will leave the fucking shopping cart wherever the fuck I wanted it. Why? Why? Like, there are cart returns for a reason. So explain explain to me your reasoning behind that, because I truly don't understand it. A lot of the time it's I have too much shit and I have an infant. There are single mothers that still return their carts. Yeah, like I, I'm... I'm with John on that one. I don't always do it, but there are times I definitely do it. I, it all depends on where I go and see. I, I do you at least kick it up on a curb that. or something so it's not going to roll around? Yeah, I, I won't just fucking sit there and leave it halfway in the fucking parking space. I'll put it somewhere where it's like genuinely out of the way. So why not take the extra steps and just go put it in the cart return? Hundred miles a minute, shit, too much running in my mind. 
That's what a lot of boils down to. I, I was honestly just curious about that. Um, are you you cart returner? Oh, absolutely. I ride that shit back. <laughs> See, I like to ride the cart. Too. <laughs> I'm still a kid when it comes to shopping. Big carts. kids, yep. Uh, you know, I'll ride the cart through. Old store. is an attitude. Fuck. Genuinely, if I can, I will avoid even taking a cart out into the parking lot, though. Oh, so I don't have that. to fucking deal with deal the conundrum with of having to put it away. I will say, since New York got rid of the uh, the paper or the plastic bags, it has made it a lot easier because I bring reusable bags now. Well, a lot of people are getting a lot less at the store too. They're making more multiple trips. Yeah, well, I find myself going to the store damn near every other day. I usually go to Aldi's now anyway, so I give a cart to somebody else. So you don't. Well, what I'm saying is like you smaller. Smaller might items in your trip means you don't have to have a car. You just fucking take your reusable bag because you can't have a plastic bag no more either. You take your reusable bag right what? in the store. You cash out. You put your shit in your bag. You just walk to your car. You, you can, no you car can have a plastic bag. You can bring your own plastic bag. You can bring whatever you want. I've seen somebody bring a laundry basket. I don't know if they bought it there, but they were <laughs> walking out with the laundry basket. Long ride home, John. Yeah. Yeah, 12 <laughs> hours, buddy. Fucking drove. We were on the road before the sun was up. Oh, yeah. That's a long one. Did you drive at all? No. Boss drove there and back, thankfully. I was caught taking snoozes in the back seat, and he's got a picture of me with my fucking mouth <laughs> on. Give me a long ride ride like that. You might as well strap me to the top. Oh, I'm definitely going to have to try to contact your boss for that picture now. <laughs> it's for the podcast, John. I'll get him to send it to me. It's all right. <laughs> um, all right. So we covered books. We barely touched aliens. Um, touchy, touchy. <laughs> Maddie, what do you got? I got nada. Got nada. I took the lead last week. I got nada this week. Dude, you burnt did, out. <laughs> I I think you did a great job last week, um, John. I. Don't you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the episode yet? No, not yet. Yeah, uh, your twelve-hour car ride home—you couldn't even listen to your own podcast, dude. I was there. fucking. The boss is trying to point. Oh, look at this! Look at that! Look <laughs> at this! Look at that! Like, um, then he had me trying to navigate because his navigation system was, dude. Anytime we got near DC, there and back, it like had us go fucking weird ways. We ended up doing U-turns both times. It's yeah, like, what DC, the fuck? DC is a weird area to drive through. Um, but yeah, Maddie, you did a phenomenal job, dude. I went through and edited it and listened to it, and I was very happy with it, bro. Um, I hope the listeners feel the same way, and if they don't... Um, fuck your feelings. Uh, <laughs> don't get butt hurt. <laughs> don't, don't get butt hurt, but we do want to hear your guys' input. Um you know, if any of us fucking suck, we want to know. Um, Only way we're going to improve is by constructive criticism. Yeah. Um, right. Keyword, constructive. Because uh, if you guys are assholes, we'll be assholes back. Well, we're not afraid to dish. Well, we could take it. Well, you you got to be able to we're take it. We're assholes to each it. other. You think we're not going to be assholes to other people? We are definitely assholes to each other, man. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> cross that bridge when we get there yeah i guess uh i really i don't think that I'm, we need to be assholes to our listeners because i think our listeners will like us otherwise they won't be our listeners i'm one of the nicest assholes anyone will ever meet no but i will 
roast some asshole comments if I see them. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Just because some of them are, I'm, some of them are bound to fucking make me die laughing. Matt, you were like the the cleanest asshole I've ever seen, bud. You were like bleached. hairless and bleached. <laughs> I was about to say Silicon Valley asshole over there. <laughs> oh shit! There it goes my asshole bleaching appointment. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a shitty asshole. Don't worry. <laughs> got to wipe more. Listen, dude. I got the wet wipes, all right? Nice. Preparation I knew H that style. bag of baby wipes went missing. Uh, I don't use those, bro. I got the Preparation H wipes. <laughs> the adult version. She get dude wipes. Dude, if I can find someone that will produce us butt wipes with dude to dude on them, please know they will be in our item shop. <laughs> Gotta get a hold of the people that make dude wipes. Wait, what are There's dude actually wipes? something called dude wipes. Oh, shit. Oh, I've never even heard of such a thing. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like baby wipes for dudes. Dude, <laughs> dude wipes, if you're listening. Um, sponsor. Sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, fuck is everyone looking at me for <laughs> i don't know because you just said yeah um you know, usually front man <laughs> predicates some sort of speech yeah um <laughs> one too many hits today billy one too many hits. no i just got nothing else to talk about so since y'all want to call me out for fucking no shopping cart returning at times what are other aspects that you guys deem has to make somebody a good person no, 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 it's, it's actually been scientifically proven that if you don't return the shopping cart, you're a piece of shit, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Fuck your feelings. Um, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's, your it's, couch, God, it's, it's, it was like a psychological study or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, it's like the dilemma with the trolley. One person versus three or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. You, you care more about your personal time than you do someone else's, um, someone else's property, basically. Is what it boils down to. But on that line, um, when someone doesn't like a dog, like right off the bat, I get people that don't like dogs, but when someone is like rude to a dog, first thing, that throws me off to a person. Who the fuck is rude to an animal? I, dude, there's people that there's are people. rude to dogs, there are people that are rude to cats, and I will instantly dislike that person. Excuse me, Man, Billy. I'm when we first met, cat. you were rather rude to some cats. <laughs> I yeah, was sitting next to you. Huh? No, I was actually never rude to Wiz. I always liked Wiz. I was I was a little rude to Kiki. I didn't really care for cats. Speaking of dogs, somebody's dog running around outside is actually how we met. That's true. Well, yeah. not really met. Started talking. Everybody else was running around scared of this dog that was just like, I'm running in the wind. Like, I gotta go get that thing. <laughs> Me and Billy were the only one like, nobody's nobody's gonna help this chick chasing around this big ass dog. Alright, we got it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's a big one for me. Um, trying to think of what else. Double dippers. People who double dip their chip. Oh, dude, that drives me. You so take gross. one dip and you end it. <laughs> yes. If you're gonna double dip, spin the chip around. No, no, no. Just don't no. even. Just, just don't. Just eat the fucking chip. It's a get chip. enough it's dip on bite. that fucking chip for one bite because <laughs> it's that's what a fucking chip is is a bite sized snack. Now, if if you 
personally went out and bought a dip and it's you and your significant other and you guys are sitting there and that's the only time double double dip dip. that's a little different little different if it's a party and you're double dipping no you're kicked out of the party yeah (laughs) I, i will call somebody out for doing that at a party so I should uh, stop rimming my martini glasses with saliva? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's fine. That's normal. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the main ones I can really think of. You guys got anything? Shopping cart thing was what I thought of, because that's usually what I go by myself. Okay, Maddie. So, uh, mister, I don't return the shopping cart. What do you look at to consider someone good or bad? Trying to think of something clever and smart as no, say, like, uh, like let's just something be honest. legit. No, like um, for me, it's definitely being re- just rude, rude for no no fucking reason. Whether like it's holding the door for something, like refusing to like hold the door for somebody coming in like behind you, or like if we're all out sitting around somewhere and like an old person walks in, there's like nowhere else for them to sit down. Like let let that kind of person. It's having. No thought for anybody else. That common courtesy for another person. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no regard. But still, fuck your shopping you. cart. I was just like, is that <laughs> what returning your shopping cart is? <laughs> no, no, you're wrong. I don't do that often. You're going to do it a lot less now, I bet. Fuck, dude, I'm a, next time I go grocery shopping, I'm taking a video and be like, guess what? He's going to take a video right of here. him just pushing it directly into a park. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to call you out every time I see you do it now. You know what? I do disagree with what you said about the parking because living in this shithole and the way people park here, people park fucked up all the time. Yes, but if they are are over the yellow line and you are over the yellow line, there's no reason at any point that your car should hit their car as long as both people are parked on their side of the yellow line. If, for whatever reason, they are parked too close on their side of the yellow line then that means you too are parked too close on one side of the yellow line no not necessarily the parking spaces here when they did them are fucked up i've definitely i had somebody the other day they wrote a you park like shit fucking thing written on a piece of paper stuck in the driver's side i fucking took it stepped back looked i'm parked dead fucking nuts straight Perfectly between the fucking lines, and they're hugging their yellow line to yeah. the to the passenger side, and I had to get Leon in the car, and I'm like, and that's that's what, what I'm the saying. fuck? So like, <laughs> you're parked fine, and they're parked too close to the yellow line. That's their fault. I'm not saying it's always your fault. Oh, I thought you were saying like it's still your fault. Like no, but, you'd be parked too. But I'm like, saying nah, like you still just don't go ding in their car. It's just not the right thing to do. Learn to park unless they're in a handicap zone. Ding away. I, mean, I, I ever see someone do that shit to my car on purpose like that, and I will flip out. I mean, if you're in the handicap zone, you deserve it. I'm sorry. No, if you're in the handicap zone, you deserve to get towed away. Like, your car, you don't deserve to have your car. If, like, if you parked in the handicap zone and you don't have a handicap or you're not supposed to be in that zone, like, you're just a bad person. That is, like, low. Piece low. of shit. Yeah. I know, I guess I stopped caring too much about the whole fucking digging people's shit when people have keyed and fucked up my cars sitting out here because they can't fucking park. And I'm fucking anal retentive about parking. 
even with Mel's fucking traverse, that thing having a backup camera and like the little blind spot detection, I still don't trust that shit. If I feel like I'm cockeyed, I will fucking, I will block traffic and fix it and fucking, I will make sure as much as possible I am like dead nuts, perfect between the lines because I have OCD with it. But then it shouldn't be an issue. But he doesn't put the shopping cart back. Nope. Fuck that. <laughs> so now, like, if I got, I got two kids, I have to get in the car, and not you, but like somebody decided they wanted to park too much like shit, and they're all cockeyed or too fucking far over on my side. Sorry, man. Young kids don't pay attention. Why don't you just back your car out? Why don't you personally get in the car, back it out, and then not ding anybody's shit? Because I am not that thing. good of a person. There are sometimes I just say, fuck it. <laughs> you shouldn't have fucked. It was your personal choice to be a douchebag and park that way. Reap the consequences. Yeah. I, that's. I'm, but does that make you any better than them? Probably not. But the way society goes, there are sometimes I Unless just don't give a Unless there's that third person because three lefts make a right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about I that. I have my moments where I'm a flawed person. I do. I admit it. No, we all do, dude. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm just a fucking raging asshole. So It could that. also have a lot to do with at least here. Other than, like, you and Aurelia. I don't fucking like anybody else in this fucking complex. I've dealt with way more bullshit. Gotten so many altercations. To where just fuck the rest of these people that live here. You want to be an ass? I don't understand how you have so many problems here. Because I've never had not one knock on wood. Sometimes I, I go looking for trouble. <laughs> we don't do that. We just Listen, if a dude's do beating his girlfriend out in the parking lot, I'm going to say well, something. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. That's the type of shit I mean. Yeah, but that's... A dude threatened me walk, when I'm walking to my back door because of a motorcycle vest. What? Yeah, dude, I was, when I was hanging out with the bike club all the time, that I haven't really been around in a while, I was wearing um, a vest. There and the club that I was associated with, there was a different ranking structure than other normal clubs. Most clubs, you have your patched members, your prospects. That's pretty much what you have. Then you just have your unmarked fucking hangarounds, hangaround. This club, you have your patched members, your prospects, you have your hangarounds, and your associates. Your associates, I'm not gonna lie, you're basically a glorified hangaround. You got the fucking. You're the cool kid at the dumb table. <laughs> you get a vest, you get a little patch to wear, and it kind of like marks you as a more active hangaround. It's gotcha. it's kind of like a way to like intern before going into a prospect. You get no fucking voting power on nothing. Yeah, you're not an actual member of the club, but you're able to hang around. The yeah, club. you're you're yeah. literally a glorified hangaround essentially. As a <laughs> So why really did they give way. you problems over it? I don't know. Was There's, it the particular club that you were associated with? It could be only in the sense of Rochester has a lot of little micro mini clubs. That it does? Based off the color of patches, you can be associated with different bigger clubs. Sometimes. Not always. So fucking if anybody's listening and you're part of the motorcycle well, yeah, that's community why motorcycle don't quote anything i'm everything that i'm saying well yeah motorcycle clubs are supposed to go through i think it's the amca i think yeah i think uh, you're right there's some association that they're supposed to the go american through. motorcycle club of america 
I so, forget something. I forget the actual club name, but there is there is a club that, or I'm sorry, and the actual association name uh, that a club is supposed to go through in order to become a legitimate bike club and get their colors and their ranking recognized nationwide. Yeah, you get you get usually you have to go through getting at least from the levels that I understand. Um the blessing of whatever bike club is most dominant in your area or state. New York is very, very different. It's carved up into different places. Like you yeah, go out towards regional. Buffalo, you have the outlaws. Out this way you have the Hells Angels. And I think it's really is, the two Is it still the Hells Angels out this way? Hells Angels out this way, yes. It's just Hells Angels have taken a very They've had the mellow out a little bit. Yeah, they're 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 more a mellowed presence. But it, I thought I don't want to. I don't want this area in Syracuse. All right, I I don't want to go throwing out club names, but I thought there was another club that was in charge. Um, I H. Yeah, I'm not throwing anything out. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a different world. That's for sure. Um, I've definitely caught glimpses of it. Um, and again, I am not affiliated and I'm not a patch member with any club. So anything I had said, I'm staying in my own lane. And those are just the viewpoints of the limited knowledge for the motorcycle community that I have. Uh, yeah, none of us are in a motorcycle club nor have any actual knowledge other than what we've learned through our lives. That goes with everything we fucking say. But no, we're back idiots. to the story. Um, I was wearing that vest and the guy started like grilling me. What club are you a part of? Who is your dominant? And like, who do you support? And all that shit. And started like puffing out his chest, being like, "It's not safe for you to wear that in this area." And I'm like, "Who the fuck are you?" And he like he grilled my shit, and Mel had to come out, and actually she came down with one of the guns, and was like, "What the fuck's going on?" And I had to let Freya at the time out the door for this dude to like leave me alone, and she could tell something was off, and like the dog like went ballistic. Because the dude was, like, so adamant. I'm like, dude, I'm like, can you fuck off? I'm trying to walk into my apartment. Yeah. Right. I, yeah, I've, I've never had that issue, but I've never really had any issues here, like I said. Um, I just stay in my house and record podcasts and edit them. <laughs> <laughs> um, play with my fish tanks. Is that the only thing you play with? Uh, isn't that the truth? Oh, whiz boy. <laughs> He's snoring. Oh, yeah, he's snoring hard. You can hear him in the mic, song. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. yeah sorry, guys. <laughs> I, I tried to wake him up. stomach growling. I thought That's it was what I thought later. at first, and then I realized, no, that cat is out hard yeah. right now. I tried to wake him up a couple of times. He wasn't having it, so I just let him sleep. Let him be. Hold on. I'm going to put the mic right next to him. Dude, he sounds like Leon trying to sleep. Well, of course he's done now. I'll right. have to edit out all that garbage later. Um, yeah, are we uh, we ready to wrap up for tonight, guys? You got enough? Yeah, we're an hour and six minutes in. It'll be just short of an hour after editing. We can't forget the last bit. I was going to say, do you want it? Can you use your just the tip from last week? Yeah. Okay. Just don't remember what it was verbatim. So let me open up my little book here. So to lead us in from uh, from last week's episode, Maddie's going to give us uh, 
Just the Tip segment. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Just the Tip. So, plan a meal, cook the meal, light some candles, set out some fucking flowers. While the panties off of her. Then make love to her like a lady and fuck her like an animal. <laughs> um, well put. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you make a really good point, dude. Um, cook your lady a meal, man. Um, Wine and diner. Yeah, like a real romantic meal. Um, we all cook dinner every night. You know, whether it's something easy or something a little bit more. But lay out some candles, like Maddie said. You know, buy some flowers. Make it look pretty. And with that being said, anyone who wants to want to watch the kid for me for you know a couple hours, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's gonna punch me if she hears it. <laughs> a couple hours. Don't lie. You don't last that long. <laughs> the rest yeah. of the time is for cuddling, and cleanup. <laughs> I was gonna say most of it's gonna be cooking and cleanup time. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's really it. Um, anyone got a dude, to, a dude to do this week? Dude to dude, take any opportunity you can to enjoy your life. And put your fucking shopping carts away. <laughs> Thank you, Maddie. Yeah, Maddie. <laughs> Why Maddie was the one to say that. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to buy a drone specifically he's, for when you go shopping now. He's trying to earn some redemption I'm going to go skeet shooting. That thing better drop prizes. <laughs> we need to get Maddie one of those, uh, you know how all these you have to put the quarter in? We need, <laughs> get, we need to get him a handcuff that does the same thing. Oh, <laughs> my God, yes. It's perfect. Oh, man. Oh, I love candles. What? <laughs> <laughs> that I said candles in my handcuffs. Fuck. <laughs> Oh god! Wow, he's showing his real colors. Oh god! All right, um, somebody word a shopping cart. Somebody pineapple juice. (laughs) Well, that's the end of our episode. Remember, if you guys found some enjoyment out of this, if you got some value, maybe laughed a little bit, go ahead and share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it on Facebook. It'll really help us out. And, you know, the more that you guys help us out, the more we can help you out. Remember, this is just a comedy podcast. Try not to get butt hurt.